They think it's all over. It is now. Well, sort of. Gary Lineker will return to hosting Match of the Day on Saturday after reaching an agreement with the BBC today. The corporation's highest paid presenter tweeted criticism of the British government's asylum policy last week. BBC management regarded it as a breach of their impartiality rules, suspended him from airtime, a move which prompted other presenters, commentators and pundits to pull out of any BBC football coverage at the weekend. The BBC said there will be an independent review today of its social media guidelines, particularly for freelance broadcasts. Their Director-General apologised to viewers. In the past few minutes, we've been speaking to former BBC sports editor and cricket commentator Mir Bowes. First off, what did he make of the arrangement that has been reached between Gary Lineker and the BBC? Well, it's a compromise, isn't it? I mean, you know, this, this, was, a, this was an enormous mess. BBC Sport has never seen a mess like this, where Match of the Day, and I'm a great fan of Match of the Day. I've watched it when I was um, very from from a very young age, and to see uh, what was in effect just clips of, of matches being played without um, any of the presenters or com- commentary and so on, and you know the whole of BBC Saturday and Sunday sports programmes um, on, on football wiped out in that fashion. They had to do something, but I think it raises question. About about how the BBC manages these things, how the BBC deals with very high-profile presenters. And there could be no more high-profile presenter than Gary Lineker, who, while not a full-time BBC star, in the way Hugh Edwards of Clive uh, Myrie would be, um, uh, had there, but have, if you like, a BBC personality. People associate him with BBC. How do you monitor what they are doing and how would it reflect on the BBC? I'm not sure they've completely answered that question. So Gary Lineker goes back to Gary presenting Match of the Day. Uh, he hasn't apologised for his tweet comparing the language of the UK government to that of Germany in the 1930s. The BBC says it's going to review its social media guidelines and denies bowing to political pressure. What's changed? Well, actually, nothing has changed. And the fact is, and I've worked at the BBC full time uh, as, as, as a sports editor, the BBC feels very beleaguered. It, it is aware that it is being paid by the license fee funder, the people, you know, people uh, who, like all of us and who live in the UK, pay their taxes and they, they feel the they own the BBC. And therefore, anybody who regularly appears on the BBC is seen as a BBC person. And where I think Gary Gary sort of um, uh, went over the mark in the sense, in a tweet, he referred to um, uh, Germany in the 30s. Now, that's a very, you know, to make that comparison in that way, in that tweet, gives the gives a completely misleading impression because it's a very complex thing you can explain that in a in a in a in a, in a, in a, a much longer essay or something but not in in a tweet and i think that that sort of thing is actually inflamed it because before that Gary has made um, uh, controversial views known. The question is where do you draw the line and what is controversial and of course uh, people will say the BBC about under pressure because this has come after Conservative MPs and many people felt outraged and expressed their opinion and the BBC despite what it may say will find it difficult to get out 
of that um, of that perception and of that feeling generally. And and how you define? I mean, social media has changed the world. Let's face it. But how do you cope as a public sector broadcaster and the greatest public sector broadcaster, let's say, and let's admit in the world, and um, um, making sure your presenters, people who are presenting on your program outside that presenting role, do not give the impression that in effect they they somehow the, the public associate them with their views. How do you do that? How do you still give them the freedom? And yes. remember, the BBC said. Gary Lineker is not an opinion-free zone. He must be allowed to present his views. Well, according to the BBC today, Gary Lineker will be will be complying with existing social media guidelines while the review is underway. But also this lunchtime, Gary Lineker in a tweet has added that however difficult the last few days have been, it simply doesn't compare to having to flee your home from persecution or war to seek refuge in a land far away. So he is still tweeting on controversial subjects. If you were to give a scoreline to what's happened, is it a scoreless draw or has Gary Lineker won on penalties, unusual as that would be for an England centre forward? Uh, I would say Gary Lineker has won on penalties and he was a very good penalty taker. He played, uh, of course, for England. He played for my club, Tottenham Hotspur. I know what a brilliant player he was. I would say that this was, and you put it well, a a penalty face-off. And uh, Gary Lineker used to say, you know, um, Germany always wins on penalties. In this case, it's Gary Lineker who's won on penalties. And and the BBC has has, uh, blasted the ball well, well wide of the goal and well over it into the stands. That's Mira Bowes, former BBC Sports News editor, speaking to us earlier.